I'm John Dredge. And I'm Andy Harland. And this This is is the Dredgeland Podcast Spectacular. I'm ahead of the game. Um, I'm a a, a team player. Yeah, you work well in the team. Yep. I wouldn't lie, John, when I say... Oh, sorry, just to interrupt the broadcast, we've had have a we text. started already? Uh, early text this week. Yeah, we have started. With, it seems like we were starting with my comment about being a team player, but we've had a text in. I've, what I've been doing this week, John, is uh, I, I created uh, the Dredgeland text receiving service machine. Isn't that just, uh, uh, isn't that just a mobile phone? There's another. Two texts now. They're all coming in thick and fast today, John. Well, it's clearly working, all right. It's Whatever not. it is. And a third! Look at him all happy with himself. Wait till I stop. (laughs) The Dredgeland text receiving service machine is fully operational. Just uh, send us your texts. Uh, Three people already have today. Who who, who are they from then? Just the... uh... So the first one's from Mavis. Mavis Junction. Her name is Mavis Junction. She's uh, on 0204. I don't think you meant to give the... Won't give away the last two digits oh. there, John. Uh, Mavis says, uh, Dear Dredgeland, I've heard you've invented a text message relay device and or machine. I'm delighted that you finally allowed me to reach out by this method. Thanks for your time. I've got to go now. Goodbye. That's from Mavis Junction. Thank you, uh, Mavis Junction. Uh, if I may read out the second text of the day. You may indeed, This comes John. from uh, Clement Davis of Rotherham. He's... Uh, Thanks, Clement. Address? Yeah, address two Acacia Gardens. I won't give the rest of the... Probably best to leave uh, it at that. He's Probably getting worried, so I'll leave the rest. But he does say... Um, Clement, Clement says... Uh, Clement? Clement says... Uh, Clement. Thank you for allowing me to be the second texter today. It's um, not a word. Many thanks once again... And many thanks a third time. And uh, Clement phoning there on 04973. Better not give the rest of it away. I mean, it's quite an extraordinarily large contraption you've put together for these text uh, recipients. It's a six by seven. It's a six by seven. There's all sorts of bells hanging off it. Well, that was, you know. I mean, I I had a lot of spares. What can... You've what got like you this. Say? You've got three tubes coming out at one end, and then yeah, a, that, a big left hand side, and then a big sign on it saying "text receipts." <laughs> you say what you see, John. Say what you see. I mean, what colour would you describe it? As? Well, it's a sort of greeny, mauvey beige. It is in a way. I actually, yeah. I, I went down the old, uh, the old DIY store the other day. What was wrong with the I new one? <laughs> well, to be fair, I prefer the, I prefer the old ways. The You're old boycotting ways the it. Ways. You're boycotting it. It's got around. <laughs> it's, it's finally reached us here in Hove via text. Uh, actually, I went yeah. to the old, went to the old, uh, the old, the old DIY, DIY store. Yeah. And I said, have you got a kind of greeny, mauvey, beigey hue that you could put together and. Uh, create and they said what you're doing some sort of text relay machine i said that's exactly what i'm up to were you talking to greeny beigey hugh by any chance <laughs> you know them all he lives there he works around there i've seen him he up doesn't the live at the now. diy store john that's a step too far uh i'm can i just say other old diy stores are available because they otherwise are. we're going to get into trouble again we we don't want to get into trouble we there, don't want to get into trouble with the diy sensor board um community the community sensor board um so you went round there 
Around the old DIY store. Did you uh, ask make... for a greeny movie, movie kind of beige hue? Yeah. And uh, what was the response? I mean, was it? Well, he said, "Would you like sixteen bells with that?" And I said, "Well, yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take half of your allocated bell allowance there." So I took eight bells. He said, y- 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 "How are you for tubes?" And I said, <laughs> "I've got two tubes. I could do with a couple more." He said, "I've got I've got green ones." So that'll do nicely. Just the and ticket, finally, innit? finally, <laughs> it really was. It was as if he knew exactly what I needed. He just took one look at me and went, this is what he needs, bells and tubes. I mean, that is a good shop. I mean, I've been in it a few times and they've given me bells and tubes and, I, you know, I haven't even been it's, wanting them, essentially. It's but as if, it's like a, a preemptive DIY store, you know. You kind yeah. of they just know what you need. They I think that's what, what they should rename themselves, the preemptive... DIY store, it's so good. We know what you want before you do. I mean, who wouldn't want to shop at the preemptive DIY store? You know, it's better than all imagine the others. Just, just imagine that. Imagine that. Just turning up and they provide you exactly what you require or think you might require. That is, I was thinking of that. service uh, and some. I was thinking of that. Maybe like a slogan for them could be: "It's better than all the others." It's better than all the others. Always get what you want, even if you don't know what you want. Yeah. And what, what you, you want, want is what we know what you want, even though you don't know what you want. Brilliant. Then, yeah. Put that, that is, up on the door. Worthy, that's a worthy of a 16 by 16. That's worthy of a bell and a tube, as far as I'm concerned. I've been, uh, I've been looking into advertising the show this week, John. We do need to um, take more of a market-based approach. Because at the moment, I think it's safe to say we're not doing that. Well, we're not, no. We've, we've, right. we've very much taken a car boot sale-based approach so far, where we've had a stall at 13 different community car boot sales around the country just sort of talking at people. It's not gone... I wouldn't describe it as being a success. <laughs> I'd have to go along with that uh, claim, uh, because... I mean, we were in, we were in Clacton... And you, st- you, so you, you, someone, someone went for you in Clacton you know, <laughs> at the car boot sale because we, because our table was bare. It was just well, us sat at a table with a microphone saying, "We're the Dredgeland Podcast Spectacular. We've come to a car boot sale near you." I know. I don't think he liked cut my jib or something. He he went for me. <laughs> he did. He went for you. And and and, and luckily, I, I just darted out of the way. Um, unfor- unfortunately for you, he, he ended up on top of yourself, and there was a big scuffle, wasn't there? And a bit of a hoo ha. There was a scuffle, a scuffle, a hoo ha, and a little bit of a what can I be described crush. And but, if you had your thing- if you had your tubes and bells, you you know you could have startled him, given him something to think about. But, but you didn't. <laughs> I mean, I've, my I think my startling days are uh, long beyond, <laughs> long beyond. Well, they're, lo- they're, think- they're, they're they're at an end. I mean. They, 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 they came to a sharp end uh, due to some advice from uh, uh, a statutory service. I think we all know the name of that statutory service. And uh, <laughs> we absolutely do. Say no more. Say no more. Um, this is the thing about a market based approach. You know, the car boot sale based promotional campaign that we ran. You know, yeah. it was it was inefficient at best. You know, imagine this: we go to we go to Hertfordshire's number one car boot sale on a Sunday morning, six a.m. We <laughs> set up our stall, which we is basically a blank yeah. a, a blank table with just two chairs and a microphone. Two chairs and a microphone. Yeah, we had nothing to sell, nothing to promote, other than the podcast. Which um, but the podcast we... isn't something you can give people. You can't. You know, it's not a product. You can't hand it to people. They can't yeah. pay you for it. As much as we've 
asked for your donations in the past. I mean, I was expecting more of an audience. <laughs> and all I got was somebody who went for me. That was all I got. <laughs> well, that was Clacton. I'm talking I'm not, about. I'm, I'm talking, not going back there. Hertfordshire. Well, Hertfordshire, Hertfordshire, Hereford. You know all the H's. They they were a bit calmer. They they at least heard they, what, they at least gave us a chance. You know they they, they were did. interested. They were decorum. Oh. They were interested in what we had to say. And, well, uh, that was because we pitched up next to the gravy tent, um, and that that gravy tent was a big draw. Big draw that was. Yeah, that that had a queue for Mars, didn't it? And it we did. were just and able to everyone... take advantage of the uh, of the queue to uh, talk yeah, at all talking, these hapless bystanders. Talking, talking near the hapless, I think it is near near the hapless, and they and hapless they were. I think they we must stress hapless. car boot visitors are on the whole quite hapless as a as a as a form. But what a brilliant uh, idea it was to open a giant gravy tent. In, <laughs> it's one of the most midst. successful gravy tents I've ever seen, John. I've seen very few that have been more successful. Certainly, <laughs> yeah. certainly in the Hereford area. Not of that ilk, you know. Not, not, not of that. Uh, I mean, they had, they had three types of gravy in that tent. That is, that is outstanding business. That is going some. That is, I mean. I was only expecting one, and at the most, the t- two. <laughs> the most two. I was expecting at the most two gravies, but they had three gravies. Th- no wonder they were doing such a roaring trade. They, um, they, they really did. I mean, I think people come to a car boot sale for any old tat, and then they, they get don't up. come to a car boot sale for gravy. And, and imagine no. that gravy at a car boot sale, <laughs> three varieties of. Yeah, and uh, I mean that wasn't even advertised, was it? That was just like that was a. You know, a bonus if you managed to get in that, through the door. It, it was a bonus. You got um, in there and you were, you were amazed you, by the uh, the differential gravy uh, modules that there were. Oh, we've had an email. There's another. Oh, it's not a text. No, that's the email uh, noise, if you can hear that in the background. I did um, hear that, but I, I wonder whether it was the text noise, not being familiar no, with no. text noise. No, the text noise is more of a bong. That was a bing. Uh, uh, yes. I had an email. I can read it here. This is from the Financial Conduct Authority. They say, Dear Dredgeland. We get all the interesting uh, people <laughs> contacting the FCA, us. Uh, Who are they? The Financial what? The Financial Conduct, financial conduct Authority. Authority. In touch. Right. They say, the, they say the following, uh, Dear Dredgeland, the FCA remains independent uh, as a regulator, and we'd like to remind you of that fact. Uh, please use this information to decide if our services are right for you. Kind regards, the FCA. Thanks very you much. You see, you know, no other podcast would use that as material. I think, <laughs> I'm saying, was I think it material? Is that what? Is that what that it was, was? It was. It was more of a sort of a uh, information for those that require it. Was content. It. It, it, it was in content. other words, in other words, you and me and no one else. But um, uh, well, I'd like to say that this podcast has reached as far as Bridlington. So thanks very much, you guys, for listening yeah. in. And 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 actually, we had two viewers. I say viewers, listeners this week uh, from the Outer Hebrides and one from the mm. Inner Hebrides. So. So Hebridean. we're really reaching, we're really reaching a Hebridean uh, constituent base. Yep, the Hebridean <laughs> um, generation. Thanks very much. They're they're no, they're, they're all no. the rage, and and thank you very much for uh, you know getting in touch. Don't forget the uh, the text machine is operative. I've just uh, it wound it up a little Please bit. Please do get in touch. Please do. The handle's uh, coming off. Other but. other car boot sales we visited less successfully include uh, Grantham, Gravesend, yeah. and of course Wembley. Uh, I don't even want to talk about Gravesend. 
<laughs> or should we just move on? Let's just not even think about it. I mean, now we're thinking about is, it, of course. <laughs> what's your, well, what, That's I, the I was, trouble. Uh, the know, trouble with not thinking talking. about it is that you end up thinking about it. You immediately maybe, think about maybe it. Maybe if we do, you don't, don't you know? You know, you got a sore leg. Someone goes, "Don't think about it." What are you going to do? You just immediately think about, and it's worse, isn't it? It is it's the worst that, piece of advice people could ever give. And that's today's worst advice section out of the way. <laughs> what about a best advice section? Let's let's you know just take let's ramp it up a bit. Um, okay. Whenever you go to a car boot sale, always take a gravy bowl because you never know. Yeah, it's when it, it is might recommended. Come in handy. Gravy boat, gravy bowl, gra- uh, any, any kind of gravy receptacle. Yeah, will um, do. Uh, I mean, if you've got a bucket handy, even a, <laughs> even a trough, or uh, what can only be described as watering can. If you could fill that with your gravy supply, you're going <laughs> to be. You're gonna be <laughs> it's a good day. You're going to be it? on the way up. It's, it's a, a good, good day, day out for, for all the family. Yeah, uh, yeah. must stress: children are not allowed. But um, talking of good days out for all the family. Um, yeah, <laughs> segue. Uh, I was just thinking the other day about when we used to be, you know, we're, we're not really on the radio so much these days. We're more off it, aren't we? There was there was a discrepancy with Ofcom uh, and Bruno Brooks. And yeah. we don't want to go into it too much detail, but we're no longer broadcasting temporarily, at least on Hove FM. Yeah, we're no longer broadcasting temporarily. Uh, they put us on gardening leave, John. Well, they put us up, they put us on the on, on the gardening show, and we didn't know anything about it. That was the trouble. Yeah, it's part of the problem. But but nonetheless, uh, talking about fun for all the family, you're absolutely right, John. We did uh, get ourselves a couple of shifts on Thought Park Radio. Now, Thought Park Radio is something that's been very much uppermost in my mind recently, um, because I was reading the dictionary, it got to the letter T, and there it was, Thought Park, <laughs> and. Uh, I thought to it's myself, there. just check it out. Just check it out yourselves at home. Yeah, uh, it's under the T in the dictionary. There, uh, some people thought, would it be under P? No, sir. No, sir. It's the thought part is under the T, and uh, we had a few shifts on that station. And I think, looking back, uh, it's one of the experiences that that we had on radio, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's one of the foremost, and of course, forthwith, you know. I think yeah. I think if we if we try and describe a typical shift on Thought Park Radio, you know, I mean it it really does start at five to six in the morning. You have to get on park uh, through the uniform office, which is uh, now it's quite uh, you know Thought Park is has a uniform, and if you turn up to work without the correct uniform, you will be. Uh, what can I be described as interrogated? <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember I got that wrong, and they sat me down, put a light into my face, and started asking me all sorts of questions I wasn't prepared for. Well, you weren't wearing the right shoes. I wasn't wearing the right shoes, and I remember in the second week they recommended a haircut. <laughs> well, now, you I was, were, you were, I was livid. I think you, you could only be described as you were unkempt. <laughs> you were slightly unkempt. Well, yeah, but on the, on the other hand, I was. You know, I was, I was, you know, I knew, I knew what I, I had a certain look, and I, I didn't well, want to ruin the good, it. The good thing is, you know, in the in the uniform HQ, they do actually have a hairdresser on site to <laughs> to deal with all park employees who yeah. are uh, what can only be described as visually aggressive. Well, they've they've got their own little office, a very small office, isn't it? Very very small office. Um, it's a small office right at the back of the park. You wouldn't even know it was there. You would. You, you the public. <laughs> you you the public do not, not know what goes there. on behind the scenes. Although there is a, there is a lot large sign at the top which does say on-site hairdresser but yeah, um, staff only must staff only um, is even bigger. so five to six in through the front gate 
past uniform services and then you're on the park. You go to your locker, drop off your, your wares, belongings and so forth. Yeah, you're not allowed to take straight, any wares with you, are you? Straight down to the studio after you've dropped your wares off. No wares um, beyond that point. Nope, I had, I had to, I had to de- deposit my lunchbox. Um, I had to leave uh, an, an enormous scythe behind. I remember my first yep, week. I mean, yeah, I was, it was, it, they described it as grossly inappropriate for the, uh, for the family audience intended. I don't they? know why. It was radio, you know. It was radio. They couldn't see the scythe. They couldn't see the air cut. I mean, but the, part of the problem was you could have me. turned up and talked about the scythe and not brought it with you because they would have known. But you I decided to bring the scythe. Saying. I see what you say. I could have turned up and also, you know, you could have spoken about my unkempt appearance and that may have caused uh, ructions in the audience. Well, ructions, ructions have occurred. So anyway, you, you, get, you get in there. We basically start getting fed information about the rides and attractions from about 9am after a swift cup of tea. Um, we select a playlist for the day, mainly yeah. music that's based mainly. on rides and attractions and, and, you know, uplifting songs. Nothing by R.E.M., you know. Very, well, very well, few. Um, you know, Everybody Hurts is not appropriate for a theme park. It really gets the mood for, down. Certainly really. not for the roller coaster because, you know, if you hear, you know, things that are suggesting injury... You wouldn't want to. You want to want. You're going to want your money back, aren't you? Or you're going to get off that ride. Throughout the day, John and I would get various guest notices, ladies and gentlemen, uh, wishing Barbara a very happy 47th birthday. Barbara is currently on the teacups, and she's having a whale of a time. Oh no. Uh, she's not on the teacups. She wasn't allowed. Okay, thanks very much uh, for your request, and enjoy the rest of your day at the wonderful Thought Park. This is Thought Park Radio. I remember trying to um, just widen the remit a little bit, and uh, I started talking not only about the park, but also about the street just outside the park. You were talking about you were talking about the town of Chertsey, John. I was talking about the town of Chertsey. I I, I went outside the remit. There was hell to pay for that. Absolute (laughs) carnage. The thing is, what 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 thought park? declined to say in their, in their statement in their contract uh, the contract was got that given. actually the people of Chertsey could tune in on medium wave uh, but they'd ne- never advertised the uh, the broadcast frequency and or signal so people just tuned in kind of accidentally you know tractor yeah. drivers but they didn't want that did they they, that, that, they yeah. didn't want I mean I was trying to expand the audience and they were trying to contract it as far as I could you see were trying to do, you were trying to do traffic and travel I was trying to just be more of a professional about it. Just bring a professional t- sort of sheen to the whole enterprise. Yeah, and they wanted us me... to talk about it. They wanted us to talk about the queue times on Nemesis Inferno, and you're all about, <laughs> you know, what's going on the A three one six. I mean, I knew more about that than I did the Blooming Inferno. I mean, I knew very little. I still don't. Ask me something well, about the Inferno. Well, Ask me something I'll about tell you, the What's the maximum speed of Nemesis I've no Inferno. idea, honestly. It's 46 I mean, miles an hour. Well, worry. you I've were better than me back then. I've got you back, John. I've, I've done I mean, research. I, I, thank goodness we were a duo, because, you know, I would have been lost. Well, if... you would have been in Chertsey. That's where you would have been. I bet <laughs> oh, you'd have yeah. gotten the gate. And, you know, Chertsey FM started to get funny about it. They did. Well, that's but, part of the reason we were we were asked to uh, move move on. Sadly. Yeah, we were. Um, um, it was we a good to, time. Though. We, had we had some good times. We had to there. sort of we had to put out calls of for lost children. 
Yeah, like, lost handbag. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there's a lost handbag in the Colossus area. If you've seen the handbag, please don't touch it, but please do inform a member of staff who will deal with such handbag at the nearest opportunity. Thanks very much. This address has been sponsored by Pepsi Cola. I mean, we uh, were, we're, we're at one point we were number one in the Thought Park Radio ratings. Um, oh, without without fail, you without know, we, question. We number to the top. T- number two was uh, Alan Freeman. It was a while ago, wasn't it? Um, yep, uh, Chief Chief Ranger and the and the Rangers. Uh, he would come three. up. Freeman would come on. He was. I mean, I'm surprised we picked him to the post. Really, he would come on. He'd say, "Greetings, Thor Park uh, lovers. It's Alan Freeman here." Yeah, it really. You know, I mean, he he'd honed his craft, and uh, sometimes he used to bring it along with him, and you know, he would push it out to sea, and off he would go, and that might be why he was fired. Well, talking but, about that, of course, there was the, the, the boat, the river boat to the farm. Uh, so we used to have to give the times of the various departures on, on the river boat and, and talk often about... It was, it, was, it was cracking radio, John. I mean, if anything, it was pure commentary, pure thought park, pure adrenaline-based radio with, with quite, a, quite a bit of communication by verbal means. Uh, there was yeah, so uh, much ladies and gentlemen, the queue on the Ribena Rumba Rapids is currently 45 minutes, but of course, if you've got a disposition, you can go via the exit queue, and the queue via the exit is but three minutes. So if, again, you have a disposition, please visit guest services, <laughs> get yourself a yellow armband, and do use the exits. Thanks very much. This song is Pepsi and Shirley. Um, yeah, I mean, you were like, you were, you were, I mean, you were sort of king of Thought Park Radio for a, a couple of, a couple of weeks there. I mean, a few weeks. I was just hanging on to the, your tails, if you know what I mean. I was just there as an observer I just, almost. I just don't feel like you put as much research into the place. Well, you, I, you, know? you certainly researched the whole, I mean, I remember uh, I mean, several <sighs> weeks you were looking through the encyclopedia of uh, Thought Park and... Uh, you found a quite a few interesting things, and I remember sometimes you come up with th- Thought Park factoids. Do you remember that? Yep, that's right. right every the... Monday at two, Thought Park <laughs> factoids. Yeah, and uh, you'd say, you know, oh, you would say text. Oh, there you go. Sorry, just to say, uh, William's been in touch. Sorry, and another, another two texts. William's been in touch. He says, uh, "Dear Dredgeland, loving the show." Thanks very much, William. Not sure which one he's listening to because this is not being broadcast live. I think that text has, uh, has somehow been misassigned to us via Steve Wright. <laughs> it's possible. Jamie's written in, Dear, dear Steve, uh, please play a love song for my wife, Julie. She again left me. Again, that's some Radio 2 uh, text. Uh, well, there must be some miscommunication on the text receipt uh, device. Uh, our, our, text number, our text number is very, very similar to the Radio 2 one. Um... So we'll just have to deal with it, you know. If uh, if we get adults, pop master contestants coming through, we'll just have to do as best we can. I think. I think. Yeah. When I, when I reminisce about our time, our two week tenure, if you want to call it, on Thought Park Radio, for me, John, it was when you used to go out and roam in the park and speak to guests and some of the ride operators themselves. You know, you yeah. were like a proper. You know, you were live roaming reporter in the queue to Burger King. You could have been there just in front of Colossus, maybe uh, seeing what's going on on Vortex or uh, maybe even just uh, Miss Hippo's fungal safari. You know, you were, you yeah, were I was, I was a bit wary of that one. Um, but what, what I would do, I mean, OK, the second week I was more confident. <laughs> you were much more confident. It's <laughs> a it was week two of two. <laughs> I mean, by the third week, if they kept us on, I would have been absolutely spell, spellbinding on that. I would have been able to 
you know, put a package together about the teacup ride within, you know, seven to eight weeks. <laughs> I think that's, stre- that's a stretch. I think six weeks. Uh, I could have put together a good package. Not a text. Uh, this Another one's from text. Romeo. Romeo, uh, Romeo yeah. says, uh, I understand you were going to be talking about Thought Park today. I want once I want Wentz to Thought Park. I think <laughs> he's got, got that wrong there. Yeah. I think he says he want no Wentz. he want Wentz. That's what he's text. He's, I think he once went to Look, if you uh, sorry, if you're gonna if you're gonna text us, for goodness sake, right. get the grammar right. You're not doing yourself he any favours. Went, he went once, he once went. Uh, a second it's a text. simple uh, from Simple thing Mariam. to do. Uh, she says, who's regulating the show this week? Um, John, <laughs> any ideas? Good question. Uh, I'm not sure. Is it the constabulary? Um, I, think, I, I think the local constabulary will be involved in, some, in the reckoning. In some sort of oh, reckoning. Well, there's some sort of reckoning at hand, I believe. But uh, actually, just, just, just uh, looking at the uh, piece of paper we always have on the desk uh, during the programme, uh, no, there's nothing on it. I'm sorry. That is um, a shame. I thought uh, there was John, something on just, it. There just, isn't. Just thought we'd mention at this point. Um, we're not. We're not too far from the end of the show already, and it's sped along. Um, and it's only just, just started, one, isn't it? It's only, literally just, only in, just in started. a way. We've really, really just hit a rhythm. Uh, we just really have. To a Actually, can of I just products. say? Oh, oh yeah. yes, name check a couple of products. That's a good idea. Product placement is all the rage on Dredgeland's podcast. Spectacular. Off you go. That's correct. Uh, well, there's uh, Johnson's toothpaste. Uh, it's the creamiest yep. toothpaste in all the land. That's all I've got to say about that. Uh, there's, <laughs> okay. there's Richard Braithwaite's Crackers Limited. Uh, he, he'd like ah. to say for every 40th cracker sold on the website, he will throw in an extra cracker for free. So that's 41 crackers for the price of 40. Richard Braithwaite's Good luck. Crackers there. Good luck uh, and, with your with your uh, business because there's not and finally, you know it's a bit of a monopoly the uh, the crack business at the moment isn't it so oh Jacobs well have got it wrapped up they, well they yeah fully we do. do yeah well, now but you've Richard Braithwaite Richard Braithwaite uh, apologies Richard Braithwaite I have mentioned a rival so, cracker business the rival oh. cracker business has been mentioned uh, apologies finally, to Arby and finally Jacobs crackers uh, have been in touch and they'd like to say that we are actually the greatest cracker manufacturer in the country. Uh, we've got a reputation second to none. And if somebody purchases 40 crackers, we will throw in an extra cracker for free, much like our imminent rival, Richard Braithwaite's Crackers Limited. We're watching <laughs> you, but come to Jacobs because it's the cracker that everyone deserves. Thanks very much, Jacobs, for that elongated message. Elongated. John, um... John, one one last any any one last, last thing, uh, one last you know, thing. reflections. Any last reflections of <laughs> your time so, at Thought Park Radio? There's so much to reflect on. Um, you know, I remember when we got. Do you remember we got on that waltzer, and uh, the rest of the anecdote eludes me. I'm afraid, but uh, well, nevertheless, I mean, it, was a, it, was, it was a strong start. It was a strong start. Uh, John, yeah. of course, confusing Thought Park with a travelling. Uh, fun fair. Uh, please <laughs> I don't. You, I didn't research. Too. I didn't do the research as much as yourself. I have to admit that. If anybody out there wish, wishes to know more about Thought Park Radio, um, well, you know, try and find out about it. That's my my advice. Do get in. Do get in touch with do the relevant authorities. With them. The relevant authorities who are both relevant and statutory, of course. We we have been asked to correct an item from last week's show. Um, it's mistakes corners. It's it's Dredgelands Radio mistakes. Uh, the financial services compensation scheme <laughs> have asked us 
to uh, just confirm that further information about the f- another text. Not another uh, one. Sorry, I'll deal with that in a second. Uh, Turn I'm it just off. Dealing with dealing with the issues. Um, I'll just <laughs> yeah. deal. Don't text while we're dealing with issues, please. I'm dealing with the issues, John. The Financial Services Compensation Scheme, the FSCS for short, question mark. Uh, <laughs> Not sure what the question marks are doing there. It's pretty short. <laughs> I, think, I think I might have added it by mistake. Another error. That's your um, pencil They basically mark, say yeah. further information about the Financial Services Compensation Scheme arrangements are available from the Financial Services Compensation Scheme website, which is the Financial Services Compensation Scheme.com. That was the last thing on today's show. Uh, I can't <laughs> top really that. Was. Um, we'd like to thank the uh, Nuneaton uh, Travelling Circus for uh, all their help <laughs> in the making of this programme. And uh, can I just also thank uh, Morris Quigme. <laughs> Quigme? Is that a spelling error or is that, is no, that, that a is his, name? No, that is his surname. Quigme? Um, Quigme. He says, uh, he's, <laughs> "How do you spell that, there, John?" It's very, very difficult to pronounce. Just for clarity, at this stage, just for in clarity, the show, I think Q U I G L M N E W I. I don't know what it Krig-a-me-y. is. me. All I can say is, you know, thanks to him for getting in touch. But it was such a difficult thing to get through your surname. We've literally got no interest in the rest of your letter. But thank you, nevertheless. It's uh, just coming up to four fifteen. I think that means the end of the show. It really does. Thanks for listening. Of course, if you're interested in uh, irrigation, please do get in touch with the Hove Irrigation Society. And if you'd like to advertise on the Dredgeland Podcast Spectacular, you know the address, you know the postcode, you know the number. Please you get know. in touch. I've yeah. wound down the text machine, John. You'll be glad to hear. I'm glad uh, about that because it was getting. It was a bit of a problem, really, towards. But the to end. say that we have just had a Twitter notification, uh, which I forgot to turn off. Uh, it just says, Dear Dredgeland, many thanks. Appreciate yeah. your time. Goodbye. Thanks for your support. <laughs> All the best. Wasn't worth getting that one, was it? Just turn that everything off. Mercury. Wind everything down. <laughs> Let's <laughs> just, just wind down all the communications. Mercury. All the communication essentials are being immediately uh, dispatched Re- to other areas. Reduced. Every, the oh, power is now it. failing. And okay. now we can... All going to have a nice let's, bowl of gravy. It's four fifteen. Sign off. Still something wrong with the timing in here. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's Eric's over. next with the travel. Good night. <laughs> Good night, world. <laughs>